the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you and welcome to The Word. It's our Church of the Week program here on AM630, The Word. This is a program, well, we do it every week. I hope you've got a chance to listen to some great pastors doing great things in San Antonio. The reason why we do it, well, for the Bible tells me so. I'll tell you why. It's in 1 Timothy 5.17. It says, let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. And I'm telling you right now, the word is heard at Redemption Hill Church with Pastor Mike Hooper. Uh, he's my guest right now, and I say welcome to uh, AM 630 The Word, Pastor. How are you, Mike? No, I'm great. Thanks so much for having me, Baron. What do they call you over there at, the, at Redemption Hill? Pastor Mike? What are they, what are they yeah, doing? Pastor Mike. All right. Yeah. That'll work. Um, well, uh, Pastor, how, when did, when did uh, Redemption Hill Church open up? Well, we're actually just now celebrating our four-year anniversary hey. as a church. January 11th, 2014 was, was our official start together. Excellent. You anything planned? Probably have a cake or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Why not? Got to have cake at a church. Right, yeah. Put a candle on a donut, you know? (laughs) That's cool. And and you are serving uh, over there in the Holotus area. That's correct, Uh, yeah. So, so, boy, and what a great mission field that is. All these California transplants. Yeah, it's exploding (laughs) over there. It's it's gotten very busy, but we're we're so excited to see so many families moving into the northwest side of the city. And, um, man, we're just excited for for what God's going to do there. So if I'm on 1604 and I take Bandera going outside the loop? Yeah, that's right. Just outside the loop, uh, hang a left on Leslie Road. And uh, we're there in the Holotus 4-H Activity Center right across from O'Connor High School. Oh, very cool. And if you'd like to learn more, they're on the web at redemption-hill.com. Is that right, Pastor? Yeah, that's right. Redemption-hill.com and uh, right there by uh, O'Connor High School. And so, um, Pastor, let's talk about, boy, so four years ago. Yeah. And you put the key in the door and blessed the place. <laughs> How did that all happen? Man, you know, God is good. It, it, it all really began with three families uh, who were just committed to living with one another and reorienting our lives around each other. And, and that really kind of just grew into what is now Redemption Hill. Um, we were committed to, to gathering together under the word preached and uh, the sacraments administered and, and committed to church discipline and, and things that, that were new to us in so many ways. And God has just began to gather and form a people around his word there at Redemption Hill. Yeah, I mean, you take it, you, you have communion every Sunday, I understand. We do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a big part of, of, of what we do when we gather together. Which is not the way that I was, you know, grew up, I guess. Same for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, there was a time where uh, I think we did it once a month. And, yeah, and first Sunday or something like that. Then it kind of became, you know, hey, on a special occasion or something. Yeah, uh, so being called back to that weekly administering of the, of the sacrament has been such a, a joy for us. Well, I'll, I'll, I've been to your Facebook page there, too, and I can, I can kind of read between the lines. Here, you guys celebrated the the fifth hundred anniversary of the Reformation. Yeah, did y'all do anything for that? 
Man, we had a lot of people that, that just got together and, and celebrated, yeah. you know, the gospel breaking breaking out um, 500 years ago with, yeah. with Luther and Calvin and all those guys. And and uh, we're, we're thankful for the historic creeds and confessions and catechisms that have come out of that and have influenced, you know, our faith today. Absolutely. And speaking of our faith today, we just lost a hero of the faith. If there was yeah. a Mount Rushmore of uh, <laughs> theologians in the modern era there, too, I'd say R.C. Sproul was, uh, yeah. would, would be on there. Uh, did his uh, teaching ministry at Legionnaire Ministries have any impact or influence on you, sir? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, Dr. R.C. Sproul, I, I thank God for whoever had the foresight to say, hey, every time this guy opens his mouth, mm. we're going to turn on a microphone or a camera or something. Yeah. And uh, just the generosity that, that he exhibited through Ligonier Ministries and making so much of that teaching available for free uh, mm. was a big part of, of God really bringing me out of, of uh, some false teachings mm. and, and reforming my, my theology as well. And so I, I praise God for, for him and and yeah. all those guys over there. Did you ever go to Florida? Or I didn't. I, oh, uh, okay. I uh, you know, it's one of those things. I, I had hoped that perhaps this next year I would head out to the Ligonier Conference and, yeah. and maybe get to see uh, Dr. R.C. Sproul preach. But Well, there's still a lot of other good guys in that uh, under that umbrella there with Lawson and so yeah. many more. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. But I tell you what, I've said this many times. Uh, we aired Renewing Your Mind on here on AM630, the word for years and years and years, every morning at 630. I was the morning guy host, and... I tell you, I feel like I got a free seminary oh, yeah. education yeah. from listening to uh, to the station. Absolutely, and I even had the sensation of of, uh, of uh, smelling and feeling the chalk coming <laughs> off of RC's fingers there because he was boy he he punched that board with with his points. That anyway, yes, absolutely. Do you teach? What's your teaching style like, Pastor Mike? Well, you know, we we're we're committed to the word being preached every Sunday. I think I said that at the beginning. Yeah, absolutely, you, and you do. Yeah, so we we primarily. Uh, walk through uh, books of the Bible and and preach expositionally through through books mm-hmm. of the Bible, a chapter and a verse at a time. Um, from time to time, we'll we'll take a break. Um, you were talking about celebrating the 500 year anniversary of the Reformation last year. At the end of the year, we actually took a break and, and taught through the five solas of the Reformation. And so, from time to time, we'll we'll take a break and and focus in on a topic. But primarily, we we spend our time walking through books of the Bible. Okay. Well, you just said something there and for the folks at home that may not know what you're talking about can you just in a nutshell we don't have time for the full thing but yeah. give, what, what give us the takeaway of the five solas that you're that you mentioned yeah the five solas are sola gratia which is grace alone sola fide which is faith alone uh, solus christus which is christ alone sola deo gloria which is to the glory of god alone and uh all of these solas came out of the Reformation teaching that essentially salvation is a work of God that is given to us by grace through faith in Christ alone. Mm. It's revealed to us sola scriptura through scripture alone, and all of this is for the glory of God alone. Beautiful. Yeah. Well said it's the there. gospel. I put you on the spot there. You knocked it out. <laughs> you, <laughs> Thank you. You're passionate about this stuff there. Yeah. When did the light go off for you and said, this is where I'm going and this is what I'm preaching about? Man, um, I was, I've, I've been in ministry for a long time. Uh-huh. I went into full-time ministry when I was uh, actually uh, 18, turning 19 years old. And uh, so it's been a while. And um, there was a point that came when I began reading stuff in Scripture, and I was finding out that, wait a minute, I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if Scripture's saying it, I'm wrong, hmm. not the other way around. Right. And uh, as I began to explore that, I began 
to be very convicted that, you know, the gospel is not just anything that's spoken from a pulpit. The gospel is specifically the, the message of good news mm. about Christ's substitutionary life, his death, his burial, and his resurrection for us and in our place, and that that is applied to us by grace through faith in Christ alone, and that no effort or work of our own will, of our own will ever be included in that. And when we try to include it in that, uh, we, we ruin what grace is. Hmm. And, um, and so that, that really began to, to uh, cause me, um, honestly, I, I'll be honest, I began to be very afraid Hmm. Every time I entered the pulpit, it, it, it brought, in a sense, well, a, a holy fear. Yes, as it um, should. As it should. The Bible says. Yeah. And you've got double, uh, you get double honor, but it's a double, what does it say in James? Not every one of you be a teacher. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, and, and I got to a place where I said, you know what, I, I'm in so much flux right now, finding out the things that I've been taught and mm-hmm. believed have, are not actually in Scripture. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to stand with Paul and say, I'm committed to know nothing among you except Christ and him crucified. Mm. And, um, and so that's, that's kind of where we went. And, and we said, we can stand firm here. Yeah. And, um, and as we, we did that, um, I, I praise God being, being introduced to, like I said earlier, the historic creeds, confessions, the yeah. catechisms that, that expound our orthodox faith that, mm. you know, um, I think as Titus says, has been once for all handed down. Right. And, and to say, hey, you know what, we don't have to reinvent anything. This, this is what Scripture says, mm. and, and we can stand confidently on these things. How do you manage then the salvation experience for someone that comes to the church? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, we trust that God is the one who saves. And, and so we're not trying to manipulate anyone into an emotional um, response, mm-hmm. but trusting that through time, as the means of grace are, are provided week in and week out through the teaching of the word, the administration of the sacraments, that, that God by his spirit is going to quicken and make alive and give faith to believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not in a hurry um, to to you know, <laughs> close the deal yeah, right. necessarily, uh, but to trust the Lord that in his timing, these things will be made evident and, and people will have an assurance of, of their faith. Well, you're listening to AM 630, The Word. My name is Baron Wiley, and we're talking to Pastor Mike Hooper. He's the pastor of Redemption Hill Church there in Helotus, Texas. Uh, just go up Bandera Road a little bit, look for Leslie Road, and you're meeting in the 4-H building, right? That's right, yeah. Right there across from uh, O'Connor uh, high school, an amazing thing, and we had a, the treat of hearing your devotionals every day this week, Pastor. And uh, you had a theme going throughout there, teaching from the Book of Ephesians each yeah, day. It seemed that's right. And uh, looking at your website again at uh, redemption-hill.com, uh, you can hear all your messages on demand there. Boy, you've been digging in deep in Ephesians. Yeah, we have. When did you start, and will you finish before the second coming? <laughs> well, the Lord only knows, right? um, and and we hope He comes quickly. So. Um, we started, uh, I think, back in the summer of 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So hopefully we'll, we, we're, we're wrapping up. I think the beginning of the year we'll, we'll start up in Chapter 5, so we've only got two more chapters to Oh, go. there you go. Well, that's yeah. just fantastic. I love it, and, and you get what you pay for there. You are, again, digging into the Word. And, yeah, praise God. And uh, verse by verse, letter by letter, jot, every jot and tittle. Yeah, it's the only thing that doesn't it. pass away. What's your favorite part about Ephesians since you're in deep? Do you, do you oh, summarize man. the top that goes, this is what it's all about? You know, I love the therefores in Paul's letters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so often we want to skip to the second half of the book, and, and, and we end up, I think, sometimes losing um, the gospel. Um, we go, and, and if we miss the gospel that are really the first half of all of Paul's letters, and, mm-hmm. and there's this hinge that he 
places in, in his letters this therefore, you know, meaning that all these things that, that we go to so often, it says, you know, do this and do that and do this and do that, and we should, right. but all of them are hinging on the gospel that he right. expounded in the first half of the book. And, and so I've, I've loved seeing that. I've loved showing our people that and, and, and trying to help them to, you know, as, as Paul would say to Timothy, rightly divide the word of truth between law and gospel and, and see where both of them uh, are needed in our lives. Well, again, if you want to get a taste of uh, Pastor Mike, uh, his, his teaching style there, it's available. You put your sermons up on demand on your website, again, at redemption-hill.com. And uh, again, right now in the middle of the series called uh, On Ephesians. Yeah. Uh, but you also had some help there. I, I saw another recent message there. A guy was talking about the types and shadows in, uh, in Abraham's world. Yeah. And so you have some help there. Yes, uh, absolutely. In the pulpit. Yeah. We, we've got some great men that God's been uh, beginning to assemble <laughs> together yeah. with us. And, and uh, it's been such a joy for me to be able to kind of turn the pulpit over from time to time and allow some of these guys to hone the gift and, that God's Excellent. given them. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Who else is helping you there? Throw a bone to somebody here. Yeah, well, um, we have two elders right now. Uh Um, uh, The other elder is Brian Carter. Uh, We've been together since the beginning of of Redemption Hill. And, in fact, he just taught this last Sunday uh, in Types and Shadows of Christ in in the David. Uh, Uh, We've got— I love that stuff. Yeah, it's it's awesome. That was our our advent this year, was um, looking and anticipating Christ in Types and Shadows through Mm -hmm. redemptive history in the Old Testament. I love it. Yeah. So uh, Greg um, Leininger, as well as uh, Joel Allardyce, who's the one who taught through uh, Abraham. Yeah. And uh, Blake Groomer uh, began that series, t- taking us through um, types and shadows in Adam and getting the garden right. Yeah, yeah. And the word just comes alive. It's all about Christ. And Absolutely. It's the bottom line. And you're on it. I love it. You guys <laughs> are doing good things over there, uh, over at Redemption Hill, which begs a question there. Pastor Mike, how did you come up with the name Redemption Hill? You know, when we when – we, got together and, and, and it's like anything, it, whether it's business or a club or, or whatever, you, you start throwing out names, a band, you yeah. know, and, 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 and you, there's so many desires and, and things that are kind of rising to the top. And at the end of the day, we wanted to point to the gospel mm. and say, you know what, our, our redemption was accomplished by Christ on a particular hill uh, with particular blood mm. on a particular cross on a particular day in history and and we stake our hope um, which is a hope not for this world only right not for this time only but we stake our hope for eternity on this truth claim that Jesus died to save sinners and that includes us amen yeah all right now we gotta no, no. I want you to keep going <laughs> don't stop that's good he's stuff. coming back brother. I know I don't want to stop you from preaching you know <laughs> But that's what you expect when you come to the station, AM 630, The Word. Hey, it's our Church of the Week program. If you want to learn more about Redemption Hill, well, you can go to their website, redemption-hill.com. Uh, but if you go to our Church of the Week page on AM 630, The Word.com, you can find uh, this conversation, plus all the great devotionals that I was just referencing uh, that he was doing out of Ephesians. And you also did one more at the end there, too, that I liked, and it was, it was, your, it was your but God uh, message there. And that's yeah. the, I agree with you on that one. Those are always exciting two words that, that pop out yeah talk about that just a little bit more you know because um, you only had 40 seconds to do it <laughs> 40 seconds that was quite an exercise i appreciated that <laughs> my people are uh, um the wow. family the family at, at home and at church are going to be amazed it's impossible yeah what he can, he can. Do that. <laughs> but uh anyways man, one of the things i loved walking through ephesians 2 
is, you know, Paul lays out at the beginning of Ephesians 2, and he says, you know, you were dead in your trespasses and sin. I mean, we've got to back up from there. He goes, Ephesians 1, lifts our eyes to see the glory and majesty of this sovereign God who does all the work of redemption for the glory of his own name and, and grace. And, and, and so Paul, like, lifts our eyes to see the majesty of God. And then he's like, okay, you see that? Now let me bring your eyes back down to you. You know, and so mm. Ephesians 2, 1 starts, and it says, and you were dead. Right. <laughs> you were dead. And not only dead, he says you were, you were bound by the world, the flesh, and the devil, and uh, by nature, children of wrath. And so we see these, this like threefold condemnation that we have. You know, we're not just dead, we're bound. We're not just dead and bound, we're, we're by nature destined for wrath. Mm. And then comes verse 4, and he says, but God. Mm. And, and man, I don't know that there is more hope in any other two words, right. you know, but God. And he says he has made you alive. So we were dead, but he's made us alive and raised us up. We were bound, but now we've been raised up and we were by nature children of wrath. And he says, and he seated you with Christ in heavenly places. Mm. And, and so I just, I loved how, you know, the Holy Spirit speaking through Paul is, is telling us now, hey, yeah. there was this threefold um, condemnation that you were born and, and, and living in apart from Christ, and there's a threefold complete work that Christ does for you. You were dead, you're made alive. You were bound, you've been raised up. You were destined for wrath, and you've now been seated with Christ in heavenly places, which, which really means then that our salvation, and, and I mean, let's not forget Jesus said that anyone who comes to me, I will in no wise cast out. I mean, we want to look for assurance. We need to look to where Christ is, mm-hmm. and he is right now um, seated at the right hand of the Father, ruling and reigning until he makes every enemy his footstool. And, mm. and that means our salvation, this work, is as secure as he is. That's right. And um, there's no more secure than Christ. I'm telling you, the word is heard and preached at Redemption Hill Church with uh, Pastor Mike Hooper. Uh, again, learn more at redemption-hill.com. And uh, Pastor's Church starts at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings? 10 a.m., yeah. And we, we worship together and, and take communion every week. Yeah. Uh, the word is preached every week. Yeah. And uh, uh, we, we thank God for the grace that is uh, extended every Lord's Day. People like to know, is it casual? Is it i got to wear a tie? What's the deal? Man, we, we have people coming from all different walks of life. Yeah. And uh, it is casual in the sense that there's no pressure to, to dress yeah. any other way than, than where you feel comfortable. I'll just say, Pastor, you got a nice plaid shirt on right now and a T-shirt <laughs> working there, you know? Yeah. That, what do you wear when you preach? I, you know, I, I, I wear a lot of plaid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in the hill country. You yeah. never need to know. If it, you're going to go out and chop a tree down, you're... I'm you ready. Know, you're ready. You know, it, it goes with the beard. So, that's right. Yeah. I want to throw that out there, but you've got it working. You know, that's very solid. Yeah, I'll, I'll borrow from someone else and say that beards are welcome but not required. There so, you go. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, and all the good Reformation guys, they had big beards, didn't they? <laughs> a lot of them did, you know? yeah. Are you a Spurgeon guy? Yes, yeah. yeah. Beard is a beard is a godly habit, he says. <laughs> I thought you were going to go there. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, and let's let's break it down a little bit more there. So worship, uh, what's the style of worship? Would you say at Redemption Hill? You know, we we are really uh, seeking to to be obedient to to what Paul says to to sing to one another, making melody in our hearts with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Um, and so um, our our style is is probably modern, mm-hmm. um, but we've gone to great efforts to include. Um, some of the ancient Classic hymns, hymns yeah. uh, as well as uh, beginning to add the psalms as well into into our worship. 
and um, uh, definitely including those as well. And so we're trying to draw and say, you know what, the Lord's been speaking to the church uh, for a long time, mm. and, and we want to sing with those that have gone by. Yeah. Uh, we want to sing with, with those who, who God is, is, is speaking to today yeah. uh, through his word and uh, being inspired by his word. And uh, our biggest hope is that eventually one day we'll, we'll even begin to include some of our own songs, you know, as, yeah. as, as the word continues to be preached and, and hearts sing are inflamed yeah, uh, with worship that, that we'll begin to sing some of our own songs as well. So we, find, we added our, our first in-house song uh, to, our, to our repertoire just a, a few weeks ago. All right. Yeah. See, see, the Holy Spirit's still moving. Yeah, praise God. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and and as, as you move into worship, and then you, obviously you take over in the, in the teaching. Yeah, predominantly. We, like, like we talked about earlier, we've got several guys that are able to come into the right. pulpit as well, which has been awesome. Uh, predominantly, I, I teach uh, throughout the year. And, um, and so we, we kind of have a split service where, where uh, we start with just a couple of songs at the beginning. Um, and then give precedence to the word, and then we move into our time of communion and, and end again with with uh, a few songs of worship at the end. That's good because sometimes those worship leaders they leave. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll get something to eat, but no, yeah. you make them stick around. That's yeah, good. they got they got to <laughs> stick around. You know, we we really believe that that you know Jesus said that we're, the day's going to come where we're going to worship in spirit and in truth, and and so um, there's several implications of that. One, we want to make sure that that our songs, if if no one knew what we believed except by what we sing we want to make sure that they would know what we believe yeah. and and that it was grounded in the word of god um but not only that um we want to make sure that we're being informed by the word and when we're when our when our mind is informed by the word then our hearts can be inflamed with worship mm. and and so we love putting that worship at the end because it's after the time where our minds have been informed and it gives that opportunity for that response of worship from our hearts Pastor Mike Cooper, I'll say this, uh, if you don't mind, dear. You got the, the cool beard working, and you got the plaid working there too. You're a young man. Yeah. Uh, uh, are you a guy that says, or do, or do you care, uh, Bible, or can I look at the Bible on my phone? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I'm I'm in that weird. Uh, what they're calling a micro generation now or whatever, you uh-huh. know? The, um, and so I, I, my childhood was analog, but my adult years were digital. digital. And, and so I think there's still some nostalgia wrapped up in, in the paper in the, in the leather and the binding. And, yeah. and, and so I, I still love the analog. I, I love having the Bible open, but if someone's going to go to the word on their phone, um, that's better than not going to the word at all. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Thank you. I appreciate you answering that, that question there, too. Hey, Pastor, will you take a minute and invite our listeners to come to church on Sunday? Yeah, absolutely. Man, we would love to have you come out to Redemption Hill. Um, we we believe that God is gathering a people, forming a people uh, by his word. In fact, that's something that we say all the time, that the gospel forms a family, a community that lives on mission. And that's that's what we want to be at Redemption Hill. And so if you're looking for a church home, you don't have one, uh, you're, you're exploring your faith or, or new to the area, um, come and join us at Redemption Hill. We would love to have you um, and, and to begin to uh, live out um, what God has called us to through his word together. Yeah, tell us one more time how to get there. Yeah, we are in the northwest side of the city in Holotus, 
Uh, take 1604 outside the 1604 loop off Bandera Road. Take a left on Leslie, and we're right there across the street from O'Connor High School in the Holotus 4-H Activity Center. Yeah, you can't miss it there. And I tell you what, you've got some very special people in the house. I just cut and pasted this off your Facebook page, but you've got some wonderful, sweet people. But it may reflect uh, on you, sir. There's a, one of your, one of your uh, members there uh, posted this. He says, I don't know where to start. I love this place. I was terribly sick and hospitalized before I ever stepped foot here. I was genuinely surprised by this pastor who heard where I was after only briefly meeting him once, and he came to visit and pray with me. Now I enjoy hearing the word on Sundays being faithfully taught, the fellowship and breaking of bread, as I remember Christ's sacrifice for me. Great Mm. family. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. Yeah, Yeah, that's special. You have some good people in the house. We do. We do. And, and, um, man, I, I don't know where I would be, where any of us would be without each other. We need one another. We need community. And we need to not forsake the gathering of, of those people together. How do you exercise community outside the church? Yeah, we, we uh, would really say that Redemption Hill is a, is a, a church that is made up of many missional communities, uh, which are pockets of people that are gathered uh, throughout different geographical locations in the city. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's, that's where really the community life happens, uh, are in homes uh, with uh, other families and, yeah. and members of the church. Cool. Can I? How do I get plugged in? Just show up for church and yeah. figure it out, huh? Yeah, come to church and <laughs> and uh, tell us where you live, and and we'll begin to start getting you connected with the other people that are in your area. Very good. We failed to to, to mention your beautiful wife. How's uh, how does she is she involved uh, with your ministry, or, or does she know Man. what she got into when she she hooked up with you? <laughs> well, um, we met uh, when I was on the mission field in Zimbabwe, Africa. Oh wow! And uh, and so our our introduction was one that was wrapped up in being in ministry and uh but i still don't know if she knew what she was getting <laughs> into um uh my wife antoinette i i would not be able to do what i do if it wasn't for her yeah. um and i'm thankful for god's grace extended to me through her um she's the one who preaches to me in mm. the home and uh, reminds me of the gospel every day and and um when she uh loves me um and I don't deserve it, and I know it, I'm, I'm reminded uh, of the grace that God has extended to me through his son Jesus. So I'm thankful for her. We've got four beautiful kids, and, uh, and we are uh, enjoying this uh, season of life together. Yeah. They're all under the age of six. Oh, my. So, yeah. Well, you are a blessed man, my friend. Thank you so much, Pastor, Pastor Mike. Pastor Mike Cooper uh, from Redemption Hill Church, thank you for being on our Church Elite program. My pleasure. Thank you for having us. And again, you can catch this full conversation and the great devotionals from Pastor Mike Cooper from Redemption Hill Church at our website. Check out our Church of the Week page at am630theword.com. I'm Baron Wiley. God bless you. And thank you for listening to AM630 The Word. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.